0: The show getting ranked, it's alright, there's no need for thanks, choosing who's good and who's tanked, these are our decisions, we take them to the bank, deciding who's number one, it'll be fun, decide your victor, pick it up, take us on the run, Tempe's your host from coast to coast, here with great guests not trying to brag or boast, so sit back and be impressed, leave it up to us to do the rest, listen up, it'll be a blast, sit back and enjoy the Getting Ranked podcast. Welcome to Getting Ranked, a podcast where we determine who's a number one, who's the chieftain of this village, who's the king of the kingdom. Uh, Tonight we're discussing. uh, This is episode ten, by the way. Joining me before I get too far into it, my co-host, my brother Reggie. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Trying to think. You can say that I'm black and I'm proud. Say it loud. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. And that is our theme um, for this week. It's black culture and black pride. With yeah. uh, all the stuff going on in the world, we thought it important to... So then to... Juneteenth coming up this weekend. Yep. Well, next weekend-ish. No, know you're right. It's Monday, the 15th. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We basically wanted to celebrate blackness. Uh, we need more than 28 days. We're sorry. Uh, but with that being our theme, let's get right into it. How did you like it? It was your I, pick. Yeah, I loved it. Because, like, about midway through the week, I was like, the only thing that I hated was that I didn't have more time. Because it was like, I was listening to this, and then I was like, my God, you know what? Black people, we are great. Because, and here's the thing, I was like, if this was reversed, as someone was like, celebrating, like, I don't know, like, is that a double standard no. Because here's the thing. If, like, I think for black people, we're told all our lives that we're not as, you know, like we ha- we reaffirm our worth because we're told that we're not worthwhile, like our, our whole lives. So mm-hmm. like celebrating your culture, I, I, I don't know, it just means more because you're told that your culture doesn't mean shit. And then like so much of our culture has been stolen from us because of slavery and things like that. So like we don't even know. So we, like, have had to create our, our culture from scratch almost. And even that gets taken from us. Right. So, like, so listening to a lot of this stuff, jazz. I was just, like, so proud of Conjunct. my uh, heritage and, and things like that. And I was like, man, this is such great. I was like, man, great black people. We are great. We yeah. are excellent. Black excellence is a thing. And when you live in a place where you are the minority and where you have been such a disenfranchised minority, um, representation matters. And when you see the excellence that people have been able to create, especially in places where it was hard, where they had to fight for recognition, they had to fight to get the services, you know, like, you know, they a, a great artist like Sam Cooke, as great as he is, an artist like Marvin Gaye couldn't just walk into a white studio and record an album. Like we had to build our own studios. We had to build our own radio stations and even then, people tried to shut those down. They tried to minimize the greatness of Black culture and Black pride. So, this to me was a great theme, uh, and I agree with you. It's really one that, and we could do this for two weeks, for three weeks, for a month. Uh, it's probably one that I imagine we will come back to. Uh, with that being said, um, what are some of your highlights? Um, some of my highlights: uh, Sam Cook, uh, of course, is probably you know. One of the reasons I, I thought about this theme, so you know, Sam Cooke was a highlight. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, I don't know, like I don't, I don't know, think I gave him as much respect as he deserves. Jimi Hendrix, yeah, like I've always given him a lot of respect, but like listening to, I listened to two albums. Um, I listened to. Axis, pulled his Love, and Electric Ladyland. And, like, those, those are, are fantastic. Fantastic. I'm like, you, you know what? I give shit to... I, I jokingly give shit to people in the 27 Club, but we really did lose something. With Jimmy, yeah. With, with Jimmy still not being able to produce music the way he did. I also listened to um, uh, Marvin Gaye and Diana Ross. Uh, that was a fun listen. Um, and then James Brown... Uh, that was probably like one of, if not the biggest highlight of, of the week. Oh, you're talking trash about James Brown. I know. I mean, he is a problematic right. person. We contain multitudes, as uh, they say. Yes, that is true. Um, Which Sam Cooke album did you listen to? I listened to uh, Ain't That Good News. Ah, that's, yes, yeah, the one with um, A Change Is Gonna Come. Right. What did you give that? Uh, An 8.5. Nice. I gave it a 9, a 9.2 on the scale. I wanted to see what what you gave that. And what did you give Axis uh, Bold as Love from Jimmy? uh 8.5 as well. Uh, I gave that a 7.5. Well, some of my highlights, uh, to steal the mic from you, mm-hmm. Uh, Aretha Franklin, Aretha Now, Okay. from 1968. Uh, That was a fantastic album. I, I gave that a 10 out of 10. It was... There's some hits on there. I didn't figure out if those were covers or not, but she just... Aretha Franklin. The Queen of Soul, yet somehow is still underrated. Like, I, I it kind of shames me to think how this generation doesn't really know. Like, they know that Aretha was great, but they don't understand the depths of her greatness. Like, people want to... And, like, don't come at me. People want to get at uh, Beyoncé about how great she is. And she's an amazing artist, singer. But Aretha Franklin was a writer, you know? She didn't have, like, 14 people writing her music for her. She, like, wrote a lot of her own stuff. Mm-hmm. And she put out music. You know, like, Beyonce, I think, has, like, six or seven albums. Like, Aretha Franklin would put out, like, two or three albums in a year. And new stuff. Not, like... Yeah, like, I'm looking at her, her uh, discography right now in 62. and 60... She put out an album in 61... 2 and 62, 2 and 63, one, 2 and 64, 1 and 65, 66, 67, two, three and 67. You know, like. 2 and 6, 3 and 68, 3, 2 and 69. Like, she doesn't have a, a break from, from 61 till 74. And even then, she That's came back in 76. Yep, and then took four, three, four years off and came back to one in the 80s. One in 80, one in 81, 82, 83, 84, yeah. 86, or 85, 86. Like, guys, Aretha, if we're talking about black singers, she's on Mount Rushmore. Oh, for, for sure. Like, Mount Rushmore for black people, that's a tough one. You're talking about it. Honestly, I don't think anyone from this current generation, anyone from like, who from the 80s, 90s, 2000 even deserves to be on there. You know, there's some people who can be there on there for quite as far as like, the amount of money they've made. But we're talking about greatness? I don't know that I see yeah, that. um Okay. Stevie Wonder's got to be on there. Michael oh, Jackson's yeah. got to be and on there. And here's the thing. Prince should be on there. Alita's like, should be on there's there. There's so many... Like I said, I didn't get a chance. to. Like, I didn't listen to um, any Michael Jackson. I didn't... Get around to listening to Aretha Franklin. Um, I didn't get around to uh, listening to another Nina Simone. I missed Nina, uh, Nina, another Nina Simone. I haven't didn't listen to Mahela Jackson. Right, yeah. Uh, I listen. You know who I, I did listen to? I listened to the Freedom Singers because, like, they were kind of like, like a big thing, like a you know helped with the civil rights movement and all that. Yep. And I felt like you know what? I got at least listen, listen to that. I see. Also on your list that you listen to Tina Turner, I am yeah. jealous of that. I wish I had thought to do that. I had to listen to Tina, and that's the thing. Like, how do you even? I don't. There's not enough time in the week. There, Tina Turner is so great from her stuff from prior to Tina Turner, or when she was with Ike, and then her solo stuff. Like, an amazing artist. So lots of highlights for this week. Um, like I said, Aretha Franklin. Some more pre- um, current highlights: Solange. Uh, sister of uh, Beyonce. I listened to her other album "Seat at the Table." Uh, I gave that a nine and a half, nine point six. She just—I gotta buy some of her vinyls, man. She only has a few albums. I think uh, two or three, but one I gave a te- uh, nine six, and the other one I gave a nine seven. So she's doing great things. Did you have any low lights this this uh, week? Any Not, any a black you like? Not a single one. Not a single one. Um, I agree. Same thing. I I think a lot of it was just it was, I was looking for greatness. So that's all I found. But um, yeah, no, I I literally had no right bad hits. Like I I'm not really into jazz, but I listened to Duke Ellington and John Coltrane, and like that was probably one of the lowest ones that I gave. Give it a, a seven. But, like, even so, like, I'm not into jazz, but it was just, like, and Duke Ellington, yo. Yeah. Did you have any suggestions? Uh, and if so, what was the best one that you had? No, I didn't really seek out suggestions. But I did. Um, I went through some of my Facebook friends as well as my Twitter folk. Uh, I wanted to catch up with my black friends, my people who I know who are in-depth with black culture. Um, and so I got a lot of great suggestions, um, from my friend Vicky, she suggested, uh, I go down the, the Aretha, some of the soul singers, um, from her, I checked out, uh, Chaka Khan. Shaka, um, Shaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Um, I did, I feel, uh, for you, which is not from 1984. I gave him eight, 7.8 on the scale. My friend Adrian, she suggested Marvin Gaye, so I went what, with, know what's going on. I gave that a 10 out of 10. That's a just damn you know, perfect album, if not. Uh, she also suggested Stevie Wonder and Mahilla Jackson, who I didn't get to. I'm upset about that. Yeah, I didn't get to Stevie either. But I listened to For Once in My Life, which I gave a 9. Uh, but I think the best uh, suggestion I got was from one of our own culture kings, uh, Edgar Mumbleton. M- See, now he got me all. From the last time, he got me all, all subconscious all conscious. Edgar Monplazier. mom I know it's... Just, just... Let's move on. Anyways, King Edgar. Uh, I asked him and Jacques if they could give me some uh, suggestions sort of late. I think it's Saturday, the last day. Uh, and he suggested Negro Swan, uh, Negro Swan from Blood Orange, uh, 2018. It is a fantastic album. 16 songs, 49 minutes long. Uh, and I gave that a 9... A 9.2 on the scale. It's one I've listened to twice already. And one that will probably going into my rotation. Uh, It's just a real chill album. Like one that you would just want to sort of have on the background. Whether it's you're driving a long way. Whether you're smoking a J. Whatever it is. Like it's such a relaxing calm album. But also the message of it is also pretty cool. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that album. That was the best suggestion for me. Um, Last but not least, uh, it's time for our new theme. Because you already told me which artist you missed. Mm -hmm. Um, It is the month of June, and the month of June is Pride Month. So we, this week, are going to be doing, our challenge will be three albums from artists who identify from the LGBTQ community. Um, there are tons of them, especially today. Part of the reason why I want to do this is just because I think the same way that people are going out of their way to celebrate black culture and black pride and our support people throughout the year, specifically in February, I want to do the same thing uh, for um, for pride, for the LGBTQ community. There was a huge victory today, Supreme Court uh, basically said that uh, you can sue for discrimination based on sexual preference. And uh, they include that into uh, gender discrimination. So as we're celebrating all these victories, as these small barriers come down, we want to do our part to celebrate some of the artists who um, are part of that community or who uplift that community. So that is our theme. Uh, you have any uh, any ideas of people who you think you're going to go at for this theme? Uh, not off the top of my head. I mean, only because like I'd have to look up who's gay or not. <laughs> like I Like I don't know people's sexual orientation when it comes to music. And that's why I'm the Locust brother. I don't right, think that's. Have woke. I don't think that makes you aware. Right, I have one. Well, it just means I'm aware. It's, it's not necessarily like I'm going out looking for them. Like I'm like, let me get a bisexual. Well, I'm you just know. like I just like music, and I don't really care. Well, what you there. don't see color, Rich? Is that what you about that's to not say? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm about to say. I don't see gender <laughs> preference. I'm saying like if they make good music, I like their music. That's all I like, really care well, about. Yes, but as an ally, I do know some certain people who through their music and through their. I guess I'll listen to pussy, Riot. Uh are they LGBTQ? Aren't they? I don't know, but they definitely uplift uh the LGBTQ right. cause in Russia, so they would definitely qualify. Um uh, for me I i have some favorites I'm gonna listen to, uh Neon Trees, uh, their lead singer and I believe their bass player. And give uh, me excuse to listen to Block Party again. Yep, block party, gossip and or Beth Ditto. I haven't listened to Beth Ditto, who is the lead singer of gossips, uh Latest albums, so that gives me an excuse to do that. And we were talking about this on a hike earlier today. Uh, Little Nas X, oh, I've yeah. only heard Old Town Road, so it'll be interesting to see what the rest of his album is because I don't know what his sound is. Queen Latifah, Queen Latifah, Queen, Elton John, Freddie Mercury, all the, uh, there's so many different places. Ricky Martin, Lance mm, Fast. I was gonna say, could you do NC for or, or, and have Lance Bass really, like because. One of their members, like <laughs> I feel like that, that might give me an excuse to listen to Insane. Also, I want to insert Dirty Pump. I want to. Um, actually, we won't do it this week, but uh, in a in a couple of weeks, I think it's about we're getting close to time to have another Shane album. <sighs> I know. Okay. Uh, but so Pride is going to be our theme for this week, and with that, it's time to get into our weekly questions. Okay. How many albums did you listen to this week? Um, I listened to... Do, 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 four, 15. Because it's a couple repeats. I listened to... Let me see. One, one. Two. Three. Four. I need to add to my list. So I listened to... That's, you know, the only too any dads about this. I listened to 21 albums this week, 21 new albums. Um, of those 21 new albums, 16 of them were uh, challenge albums, representing black culture or p- black pride which which I had not listened to yet. What was one of your favorite uh, albums or yeah, what was one of your favorite albums? Yeah, um Sam Cooke. Well, actually one of my favorite albums was NWA, Shade Out Compton straight up calm cause like we didn't weren't really allowed to listen to that kind of music growing up had to hide that shit sneak it hide that shit I just never like I don't know I, I was never exposed to it but well some people were more adventurous eh whatever but like listening to that and like fuck the police yeah. you get it I get it now no I mean I always well yeah yeah I get it. Yeah. Um, I mean, having to deal with American police versus the military police, two different kinds of things. Oh, it's two different, different worlds. One, because they don't know who your parent is. Well, no. I mean, we just I just never thought of the police as an enemy. Well, I... I until, I, I, like... We moved to Charlotte? No, not until we moved to Charlotte. Until, like... That's when I felt like it. No, Rodney King. Mm-hmm. See, even the Rodney King... I was so young when Rodney King happened. Like, I... Oh, uh, well... Or I wasn't younger. You sure about that? I knew Ronnie King happened. Ronnie King. It doesn't matter. Does it doesn't matter? Is that really important? to not what this is 1991. about. 1991. You were 10. Right. How were like, how were we? we were I was living very in aware in 10. We were still living in Okinawa. What your point? I think... It doesn't matter. Um, anyways, um, one of my favorite albums, one of the I've, things we say is tell your truth and speak your story. And you questioning my truth in my story. Well, I lived with you, right? So, I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I remember when Rodney King happened and that was not big of a, that big of a deal. Or maybe you just didn't talk about how big of a deal was to you. But again, I lived with you. Uh, anyways, one of my highlights from this week was Michael Kiwanoka. Um, home again i listened to that album it was the last of his albums that i had listened to um but i also went back and listened to love and hate which is another great album of his Uh, there's a great song on there called uh, black man in a white world and it just talks about the struggle of having to be uh, a black man in a white world and all the things that you have to deal with the microaggressions the need to be better than everyone it's A fantastic album. Mm -hmm. Fantastic song. Did you have a favorite unknown or hidden gem? Something you discovered this week that was like... Not really. I've been aware of all these people. I mean, but the album itself. Like for me, Doobie Gray. I know who Doobie Gray is. I know the song Drift Away. I found out only a couple weeks ago that Doobie Gray is black. I did not know that. And so I went and listened to one of his albums, you know, and it was this soul singer who had a very country not a not necessarily a country sound but you can tell that like mm-hmm. that he was, was singing from that community or, or had roots in it so it was fantastic for me to discover this album and I can't wait to listen to more of his stuff um, and even chaka Khan I've know I've been aware of chaka Khan I've never listened to a full chaka Khan album until this week and I as a person who loves like 80 synth and all that jazz I'm excited to go back and listen to uh, more of her music. So I'll say those were hidden gems for me that I thought were fantastic. Um, yeah, I can't really think of any hidden gems. Not even the James Brown album. I mean, I guess the James Brown. I I don't know. Like it wasn't hidden. Hey. had you listened uh, to it before. Yeah, but I guess I, I'm thinking brand new. I'm thinking like like I'd probably heard a lot of. Well, I'll I'll go with Sam Cooke. Ain't that the, ain't that good news? I guess if I'm pressed. Um. All right, well, it's time to close this weekly question section with our concert question. $15, $25, $50, $100. Uh, I'll go first. My uh, $15, I'm just going to run through my My $15 concert would be Milo. Uh, I've seen him for $15 before. Every time I get a chance, every time he comes to Boston or close by Somerville, Alston, whatever it is, I go and see him. Um, so, yeah, my $15 concert, Milo. My $25 concert, KRS-One. Uh, it's one of the best rap shows I've ever seen in my life, and I definitely would go and see him again. Last time he came to Boston, I think I had a concert the same night, and I almost left and skipped that concert to go see him, but I did not. My $50 t- um, concert ticket, Otis Redding. I'm not a big Otis Redding fan, not because I don't like Otis Redding, but just because of the fact that I I haven't had the opportunity to really listen and indulge in his stuff. But I listened to uh, Otis Redding for this weekly challenge, and he was fantastic. But my $100 question, Stevie Wonder. Uh, The man plays, like, 11 instruments, and he's blind. I mean, he's played instruments that he's never seen before, that it's incredible to me plus he's a great singer he's a great personality so it would be a good show it would be a friendly lively one probably sit down show and i would easily pay a hundred dollars to see stevie wonder Mm -hmm. um my 15 i do not have anybody there's nobody i listen to that i could maybe block party at the but like not now i'd have to yeah, you have to see them when they were first coming up to see them at that price. So, so like, there's not a 15 for me. But the 25 of uh, Freedom Singers, um, but that would probably be, like, a exhibit or something. Like, somebody was going to do, like, an honor of their work or something. Mm-hmm. And I'd pay 25 for that. $50? Uh, I'd pay $50 to see the first group that I'd ever seen in concert. The first concert I went to, Earth, Wind & Fire. Listen to one of their albums and I would easily pay $50 to see them again. And then $100 is uh, Jimi Hendrix. Um, Oh, top five albums of the week. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me introduce the segment, please. Okay. Now that we're done with the weekly question, it's time for the closing question. Now you can give us our top five. Top five oh, the week. Um, of the week. Number five: Beyonce's Lemonade. Really? It was a yeah. Um, that really should go to how awesome this week was. Um, but yeah, it was a great album, and and I understand why so many people thought you know like why it's so highly rated. Um, number four: Jimi Hendrix, um, Axis Bold as Love. Uh, number Three NWA straight out of Compton. Fuck the police. Fuck the police, yo. Fuck, uh, fuck, fuck the police. Number two, Sam Cooke. Ain't that good news? And number one, James Brown. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. That is just like I don't know. It was just it was like something I needed. You know. Yeah. All right. Speaking to the so fed your soul. Right. And I'll say, listen to that song. Say it, say it loud. loud. Say it I'm back and I'm proud. Um, alright. Um my uh five to one, uh my honorable mention would be Marvin Gaye's what's going on? Uh it is a great album, but I knew that. Uh perfect ten. So it's while it is great, it did not make my top five. My number five uh, number five would be Milo, Who Taught You to Think? Oh excuse me, who told you to think? A fantastic album. He's a great lyricist. uh, A new age indie lyricist. Prophet-like amazing rapper. Uh, Number four, Aretha. Aretha Franklin's Aretha Now. Number three, Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor. His debut album, fantastic. It's always stuck with me. I've always loved it. My number two album would be Stevie Wonder for Once in My Life. A fantastic album. CB being CB really just there's some hits on there there's some other songs that are just just as great but my number one album of the week <laughs> excuse me and this one was a difficult decision between it and CB Wonder but I went with Solange a seat at the table um, I really have enjoyed her music I wish I had listened to her earlier because there I definitely had some opportunities I think to see her um, prior to her blowing up. But, what I loved about this is that she has these interludes where um I think it's Dame Dash uh, who started uh no limit records and clothing that whole line mm-hmm. uh but he goes through throughout the album talking about like his process and how he came to be, and he has these moments that really speak to black prime black greatness you know where he's like this guy first offers me a million dollars for my record and i didn't take it and my dad was mad at me and he's like dad if this guy's gonna offer me a million dollars off the back how much do you really think i'm worth and it just talks about how his process his mindset and really what made him great so Mm -hmm. i i i love this album i love the interludes within it it's just an amazing amazing album So, um, that is episode number 10. We hope you guys all enjoyed it. Uh, please listen, rate, review. More importantly, I would love if just people shared it. I'd love feedback if you listen to it. Uh, if you have a favorite uh Pride album or artist, or if you have a favorite Black Pride or Black Culture artist, you know, please shout that out to us, whether it be in DMs on the Facebook group or um on twitter but we'd love to hear from you guys so as we say whether you're first or whether you're last at least you're on the list happy pride month you've been listening to getting ranked a brother to brother podcast production i am your host tempe wmf or at least i was as this is the end of the show you can find me on twitter at tempe wmf that's T E M P I W M F, and on instagram at the same Check out the podcast Twitter page at GettingRankedPC and check out my other show, Brother to Brother. Also a shout out to RuJay, who produced the beat for the opening theme, which you're listening to now. And a big thanks to Bucho, a.k.a. at Aubrey underscore T22, who spit hot fire on that intro. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review. And until next time, remember, you may not be first, but at least you're on the list.